understand what my preference is. Train up a child in the way they should go. But uh, we all have the wisdom of, we have available to us, the wisdom of God <laughs> flowing in and through us. But I just believe uh, about, I like to prepare and preparation. And I understand that, you know, these kids are going to be kids forever. They're going to get grown and they're going to need the word of God. I'm convinced. Trust me. <laughs> I'm convinced. They're going to need the word. Yep, so faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So that's where I'm at. So uh, we're ready. Uh, okay, Deacon Rob. We're ready. I got to put this disclaimer out. Okay. I just said that was my preference. If you guys had something else planned, that's all good. But at the same time, I'm going to ask people to be mindful to keep their kids and... My daughter and my son-in-law know who I'm talking about. Because <laughs> that is all good. We're going to let mom net handle it. <laughs> but no, but again, I know, and the little kids, you know, they can't receive, they ain't going to receive. You know, it, with God, all things are possible, but just in the natural, I know little kids are going to be little kids. So, well, y'all, they're super spiritual. Bear with that. Keisha, that's <laughs> Uh, me, me, huh? Bear with that. Talk about myself. So, uh, but the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. The Bible also says uh, the just shall live by faith. That's us. And, and I, what my understanding is, since it comes by hearing the word of God, faith comes out of hearing the word of God. And that, that hearing is just not an audible hearing. It starts off, because we've got two pair of ears, remember? Your physical ears and spiritual ears. It's hearing it with your spiritual ears. And receiving it. Remember Jesus always said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. I'm pretty sure everybody in the crowd had some physical ears. But everybody didn't hear the message. It wasn't received. So listen with your spiritual ears. Amen. When the word of God is going forth, that's the only way you, your inner man, the real you, are going to be able to latch on to it. Amen. And then once you get it, you got to, you got the Bible says, guard your heart. Yes. Your spirit with all diligence. Because you notice the devil comes to steal the seed that was sown. The word is seed. He desires to steal. And the word is the truth as well. So the devil likes to steal the truth and replace it with his lie. You know he's the father of lies, right? Mm -hmm. right. Scripture says he was a liar from the beginning. Yep. So he'll try to distort God's truth by stealing it and, and, and trying to make you believe his lie. That's right. But Jesus said, I'm the, the way, the truth, and the life. So. And he's the living word of God. So I'm going to believe uh, what he said. And again, I'm trying to take my message somewhere else. I, I told Keisha, I know a lot of haters out there, Joel Osteen. God's a God of increase. But, but a lot of people like to say this, and I'm just going to put this out. I love Joel. I've been to Lakewood Church, met him and his wife, Victoria. Great people, great ministry, and, and only God can do stuff like that. Anyway, a lot of people always say, well, Joel don't really have people going to the scriptures. No, he really don't, but he referenced a lot of scriptures. <laughs> he really does reference them, and I think sometimes they put them up on the screen, but he referenced a lot of scriptures, but that's his style. Everybody has their own style, and because somebody's style is not your style, don't knock him. Don't get mad at him. Say, oh, that's not of God, or because you can't believe like that. Remember, it's always according to your faith, and you can, it's kind of, I say this to shame of the body of Christ. We're, we got a lot of haters in the body of Christ, and when we didn't see God do it the way we thought he should have done it, 
it, it, we say, oh, that's not like that. You know, and we shouldn't be like that. God works with us individually as he wills, not, not as you want it to work. And he, remember, your struggle or your trial may not be my trial. Everybody's going to have a different, your walk might not be my walk. So we have to understand that. So that's Joel's style, and I appreciate his style. I appreciate the gift that God's placed in him uh, for his hunger and thirst after righteousness and, and, and teaching the people and God using them to his glory. So I said I was going to attempt to do a Joel thing today. <laughs> that was my attempt, but y'all know me. I, I'm, I'm glued to the, to the word. I'll, I'll have you go there. And I know a lot of y'all don't want to go there, huh, all the time. So I can't wait till we get these monitors working while I can just put it up on the screen. But until then, but we've been teaching on a subject of a series. We will continue for the most of 2019 of uh, From Faith to Faith. Actually, that's found in our Romans 1, 16 and 17, where he says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to those who believe. Uh, from faith to faith, the just shall live, as it is written, from faith to faith, the just shall live by faith. So God wants us to live by faith, and that faith is not a feeling, it's his word. <laughs> it ain't a feeling. I know a lot of people, I'm looking by faith. Well, faith comes by what? Right. And hearing what? The word. So faith is in the word. You gotta have faith in what? So that's why it's rather important that you understand what the word says. And the will is found in the word, and vice versa. So you gotta understand what the will of the Lord is or what the word of the Lord is. And that's gonna take some discipling. That's gonna take some time. Remember, you were, had, you were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Now you got a new birth. You're a new creation. Old things are past. So now you got to get disciples. Like Jesus said, go make disciples. Now students, you got to get taught about what Jesus taught. And he taught the gospel of the kingdom. Yes. That's what he taught. So you got to get, find out where you fit in there. What is that to you? And how do you operate in this new kingdom as a child of this kingdom of God, which is from heaven? Yeah, that's what you knew. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The Bible says actually in Philippians, in Philippians, your citizenship is in heaven. That's right. Because you got born again. And now you got a new citizenship. You're in a new government. Whole new system. And guess who's the president of this kingdom that you're in? Guess. It ain't hard. It's right there. <laughs> and here's the deal. He really is a dictator. He ain't a president. Because you can't vote him in and you can't vote him out. We can't say, well, Jesus, we tired of you, we want a new one. Don't happen like that. God already judges them, king of kings, Lord of lords. Can't vote him in, can't vote him out. And he gave us some commands, and they're found in the, script, the Holy Scriptures, which I ever make one wise. So our job as ambassadors for Christ, citizens of the kingdom, children of the Most High God, ambassadors for Christ, ministers of reconciliation, is to submit to the word. Submit to the king. And the Bible says Jesus Christ is the word of God. So we got to submit. I know in America, that's a word we hate. We ain't submitting to nobody. Wives ain't trying to submit to husbands. Husbands ain't submitting. We ain't submitting to no authority because, again, that's what we've been programmed in this country. We old blue eyes. Means what? I did it my way. We want it our way. But in the kingdom, you got to submit to the king's way. Remember? Looking unto Jesus as the author and the finisher of your faith. So you, you got to know that, first of all, when you get saved, Jesus summed it up like this. Father, not my will, but your will. That's got to be the attitude. It ain't my will no more. Because your will is mostly selfish. Well, our will is. It's what I want. He said, Jesus really didn't want to go to the cross and get crucified. Who would want to go hang on the cross and let him crucify you? 
And, and y'all think it was just, he was, the Bible said he was so barely marred you couldn't even identify him. That was a bad crucifixion. So who would want to do that? But he submitted to God's will, not his will. Ooh, that's ultimate submission. So that's what we got to submit to the word of God. That's why the Bible tells us also in James chapter 1, not to just be hearers only of the word, but doers. That, so doers mean I, I'm submitted to what you said. Not my will, but your will. You told me to forgive somebody. You didn't say, but you don't know what they did to me. No, I just told you to forgive, forgive them. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Because there's another text that says, if you don't forgive people, God ain't going to forgive you. Well, I'm going to go ahead and forgive yourself. Because I want to be forgiven. <laughs> that's just the way it is. And that's what he commanded. So with that said, uh, faith to faith. And, and we got to start, we really got to start just putting God's word first. That's why Jesus said also in another text, Joel Osteen version, Matthew 6, seek ye first uh, in his righteousness. His righteousness means the nature of God. And we have that because we're new creations. Right. And all things will be what? But I got to do what first? I got to seek his way first. Again, not my way. His way. And his way, I'm looking out in the crowds, his way is found in the scripture says, don't forsake the assembling of yourself together with other believers. That's his way. His way is the study to show yourself approved of workmen who need not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth. His word is putting God's word first, having a priority. That's God's way. Well, we want to still, we want to superimpose our ways over God's way. He said, well, if you do that, you're not going to get what I said. You're only going to get what you've been getting. Look at your neighbor and say, how's that working out for you? That's all I'm saying. Okay. But, so so the, the bottom line is to say, okay, well, this is what I'm going to surrender. I, I surrender all. We sing it in the song. I'm going to do it your way. You gotta, you're going to come to that point someday because you're going to get tired like the children of Israel going around the wilderness for 40 years. It was, what, a four-block trip, <laughs> four miles, four days? It took them 40 years. They went around the same mountain over and over, thinking they were going somewhere because of disobedience, because they wanted to do it their way. Right. And that's what God's people are. We want to keep on doing it our way. And, and you know where God was leading them to, where he, the ultimate where he wanted them to be? In the promised land. The land that flowed with a land where he said you would eat bread without scarcity. You're going to have the good life. I found out Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. He still wants to get you to your wealthy place. That's why we be making declarations like that. But not just making it, you got to, confession is part of those declarations, but there's other things you got to do. The Bible say God loves a cheerful giver. Mm -hmm. A lot of Christians are penny pigeon tightwads. Mm -hmm. He says he loves a cheerful giver. He says bring all the time. A lot of people, oh, I'm holding this. And it's, the thing is, you don't trust. Mm -hmm. Well, Speaking of that, Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with some of your heart. No, all of your heart. Lean not to your own. In all your ways, acknowledge him. How can I acknowledge him? By his word. Yep. And he'll what? The word going to lead me. The word is spirit also. It'll lead you. But we want to do it our way. So back to my foundational scripture. I'm going to get in the Bible now. I'm turning back into the Bible. Back into the Bible. <laughs> Romans chapter 1. But I got some good news for you. You, you, you got the victory. But our foundational scripture, and while we're doing this, I'm just going to say, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Yeah. I declare that my heart is good. Our hearts, I include everybody, our hearts are good ground for the sowing of the seed of your word. Uh, we receive with meekness your engrafted word that saves our souls. And uh, we also thank you that your word uh, uh, works effectively in us who believe. 
Uh, we also give you permission, if your word is sharpening any two-edged sword, to cut out, uproot anything in of us that's not of truth. We declare that your word is truth. And we thank you in advance for a hundredfold return on the incorruptible seed song and the good ground of our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. My uh, mic just went out, so I'm going to grab another one here. I'm going to grab another because this is of the utmost importance. I ain't used to using one of these, but uh, I'll just try uh, Our foundational scripture is still found in Romans 1, 16 and 17. And you're going to get a revelation out of this because I just prayed that you would. Uh, everybody there? And, and I'm, I'm going to turn back into Joel Osteen in a minute. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Notice he said the gospel of Christ. The gospel is the good news, the message that Christ brought about the kingdom. For it is the power of God. That's, you can pause right there. It's the power. The word of God. The gospel of Christ comes with power. Amen. It comes with power. I'm just telling you, that's power to do what you, your testimony was, Brother Todd. Amen. That's the power. Amen. It comes with that. Mm -hmm. Okay, for salvation. Salvation is, we get souls up out of that. Mm -hmm. That's what you experienced. You got something. You got desired and needed. It was a game for employment. <laughs> okay, the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes. Uh oh, I'm messing with you today because you said you was a faith man. You operated out of faith and just believed, and he showed up for you. And showed out. That's right. You know there was other people more qualified than you. Come on now. Okay. But anyway, for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for in it, in what? The gospel of Christ, oh, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. That's us. We're supposed to be living by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Hence, he gave us 2 Timothy 3.16. 15b says, the Holy Scriptures are able to make one wise unto salvation. Mm -hmm. Then he went to say all Scripture. I think he said some Scripture. Oh. We, we want some of it. We don't want it all. I want it all. No, we want some. He said all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. That's another word we don't like in America. Correct. We don't want to be corrected by nobody because we know we're right. We might be wrong, but we're right. Everybody believe what they believe. But it's, it's for correction... And the latter part said for instruction and righteousness. Oh, he just talked about righteousness earlier. That the man or woman of God may be thoroughly complete for every good work. That's what God wants you. But he wants you still to look unto the word. And Jesus is the word of God. And he tells us to look unto Jesus who's the author and the finish of our faith. Speaking of that, let's go to uh, real quick. Boy, it's wide in this Presbyterian church. Let's go. Am I sounding bad with this mic? Because mm -hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. We don't like it. Because this is this, we don't like it. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put on my black voice and get it bring it up in here. My loud voice. My black voice. Black people are loud. Okay, anyway, uh, first John chapter five. Black people, that's the stereotype. Black people are loud. Bless you, you black women. That's the stereotype. That's the stereotype, huh, Keisha? Amen. 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 All the brothers and all the brothers there. Amen. Amen. That's the stereotype. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, okay, here we go. First John, chapter 5. Look at verse 4. Okay, actually, we're going to do, uh, let's look at 5 1, because there's a lot of revelation in here. We're going to get the context. And if you don't have a Bible, we got plenty free ones in the back. 
Look up your neighbor and say, if it's free, it's for me. It's for me. Okay, you'll get yourself one of them. It's free from back here. But look what he said. We're going to pick it up in verse 1, and we can probably just go bounce down, because I don't want to give it all to you one for time's sake. Uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 1. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Anybody in here? Do you, is this you? That's me right there. Mm -hmm. I believe that Jesus is the Christ. So that means I'm born of God. I'm saved. Sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. That's me. Now look what he says. And everyone who loves him, who begot, also loves him who is the begotten. By this we know that we love, uh, that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his what? Commandments. Another word for command is his word. Again, keep his word. You know what keep his word means? Keep his word. What's Nike's slogan? Just do it. That, that, that's what that means. So, well, here's the deal. In order for me to keep your word, I got to know what your word says. Because mm -hmm. that's my cop-out. Well, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Well, we know it in, in the natural world, ignorance of the law is no excuse. They still taking you to jail. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, well, you're going to know once the judge going to let you know. The DA going to let you know. So, you, you, well, we know because he told us. Be students of the scripture, study to show ourselves approved. So we know, and that's what disciple means, go make disciples. Meaning, teach people what I taught you. That's what Jesus was saying. So that's what we're about to teach in ministry. So we're going to teach you. So, so, so let's keep going. Verse 3, for this is the love of God. This is the love of God that we keep his commandments. Or, or his word. Now he ain't talking about ten commandments. No, but his, his word. Okay. And look, here's, here's a revelation for all y'all think his commandments or his word is not a good thing for you. And his commandments are not burdensome. You know why they ain't? Because all scripture is given by inspiration and it's profitable. It's not burdensome, it's profitable. God wants you to have a good life. He wants you to be a success. That's why he said it ain't burdensome. Burden means I got to carry this whole. God said, no, all my word is to profit you, to prosper you. Beloved, I wish that all things that you prosper and, and be in health even as your soul prospers. That's uh, 3 John 1. Yeah, so the blessing of the Lord making one rich and adding no sorrow. God wants you to prosper. So you got to know that. So uproot this lie that Satan told you about the things of God are burdensome. And he told it to a lot of these youngsters too. That's why they sit up in the congregation mean mugging and mad because they think it's no good. But uh, when life hits you, when you get in your 20s and 30s, you're going to find out how good the Lord is <laughs> when you have to call on him, when you have to hit your knees up and call on when life hits you with a two by four, you're going to realize. But things are going to happen. Everybody's life's going to rain. Some storms going to come. I'm here to tell you. So anyway, uh, look what he says here. Verse 3, this is what we keep his commandments, and they're not burdens. So you got to know that. This, I said all that just to get to verse 4. For whatever is born of God, well, I'm going to change it to whoever is born of God. What happens? Overcomes the world. You know what the world he's talking about? The same world he told you don't be conformed to. That's right. But be transformed. You're going to overcome. What does an overcomer look like? Any overcomers in the house? I raise both my hand and my feet. You know why I overcome? Because I'm going to keep his word. I'm going to keep the, That makes me an overcomer. If I don't, what's the opposite? If I don't keep his word, I ain't overcome. I've been overcame by everything. Everything that get me always got to, I'm just overcome. I'm confident. Christian called me last night. I ain't going to say what church she going to. The other week, twice, talking about she, she want to end it all. 
First time I, I gave it time. The second time I was like, gird up. You ain't finna call me and dump all this on me. You supposed to be ruling and reigning in life. Mm -hmm. That's what my Bible says. Mm -hmm. You supposed to be overcoming stuff, mm -hmm. depression. Depression ain't supposed to overcome you because, well, it will if you ain't keeping the word. You know what he says? Here's my Joel Osteen. He'll keep those in perfect peace whose what? Mind is stayed on him. What, 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 what's on your mind? Yeah. What's on you? you? Are you giving Satan access to your mind? Because mm -hmm. well, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. Or are you giving Jesus access to your mind? Yeah. You know you've been born again. The Bible says you're not your own. You belong to him. Mm -hmm. So if you belong to him, why you keep giving? I was going to say prostituting to Satan. <laughs> if you belong to him, mm -hmm. why you keep giving your mind over to him? If you right. He said, I'll keep those in perfect peace. Yep. You know what peace means when God says peace? Shalom. Holdings. Nothing missing, nothing broken. He said, that's how I'm, I'll keep you. Just keep your mind focused on me. But here's the deal. If I don't know what you said, I can't do that, Lord. Well, that's back on you. I told you to study yourself. Remember the diversions with the oil? Y'all know that story in the Bible. He told them, okay, stay prepared. Just because you didn't prepare, that ain't my fault. You was warned to be prepared. You decided, I'm going to do this. I'm going to seek all this stuff. I'm having some fun, man. We're partying. I got to go this. He said, well, some storms are going to come. Speaking of storms, remember Jesus talked about building a house? He said, on sand. Yep. Then he said, the other one built his on, on, the, on the rock. On the rock. The firm foundation. And when the storms and the winds came in life, the one that built his on the sand, what happened? That's the one that don't keep his word. The one that built it, that's me on, on the rock. The rock is revelation. Jesus Christ is the rock. Built it on that foundation. What happened? The storms that it came, and, and he stood like me. Like when our trial and tribulation came, oh man, church folk thought we was going to fall. They thought the ministry was going to flow, but I was building on the rock. And I'm still being built up on the rock foundation. So when life comes and brings stuff at me, it was a song. Who did that song? Was that Billy Joe? No, that was his name. That was John. I'm still standing better than I ever did. Yeah, I'm still standing. I'm always standing because I'm standing on the word. Amen. I'm always standing on the rock, which is the word of God. That's what's going to give you the victory. Speaking of the victory, because we're going somewhere. Here it is right here. Go back to the scripture for, for whoever or whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Look, and this is the victory. I told you that song Tamara played this morning. I got the V-I-C-T-O-R. This is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Our faith in who? In God, in Jesus. Jesus said in Mark 11, 22, have faith in God. And God is the word. So have faith in the word. He said, that's how you're going to overcome. Now, I got to say this. Look, okay. Verse, who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus also is the Word. That's why I put that sign up there. That's my favorite word. So it's the B word. What does it say? Believe. That's my favorite word. Because I'm one who believes. I believe the gospel. I don't care what's going on around me. I ain't looking at what's that. I've got my eyes fixed and focused on Jesus Christ. The Bible says he's the author and the finisher of my faith. So, but if I, if I take my eyes off of him, remember Peter? Jesus was on a boat. No, Jesus was actually walking on the water. Peter was on the boat. Peter said, Lord, is that you? And if so, can I, can I come and do what you do? Because you, you're showing off. You're stunting, man. You're doing it big. Because Jesus, Peter kind of had that much confidence in Jesus because he's, you know, he's seen Jesus multiply some food, get some money out of a fish mouth, heal people. He's seen Jesus do a whole lot of stunting, man. Jesus was showing off constantly. 
He was just doing what the father did. And Peter said, okay, sure. Can I do that too? Jesus said, come. And all them cats in the boat, I'm going to say that, I call them boat folk. Those was doubters. They always wishy-washy, wavering in their faith. They was like, Peter, don't do it. That's a ghost. Jesus, my sheep hear me, and they know my voice, and the voice of a what? Stranger. Jesus wasn't no stranger to Peter. Jesus said, come. Peter got out the boat with the mother doubters to try to keep the haters, I call them. Didn't want them to get out. He got out, and he started walking on the water. He only started, started to sink when he took his eyes off. Remember, he'll keep those in person people who might have stayed on. Looking up to Jesus as the author of faith. And he, when he, the Bible says when he heard the wind and, and he saw the effects of the wind, that's when he, he took his eyes off Jesus. And the scripture said he began to sink. Well, here's what I know. When you get out of in water, you don't begin to sink. You sink. <laughs> yeah, he began means, yeah, because he was still looking at Jesus, but as he was taking his eyes off, he started, he began to sink. Well, my question is still, back to Romans, because God before me, who can be against me, and nothing can separate me from his love. With that understanding, did Peter drown? Did he die that day? Did he drown at sea? What happened? Uh-oh. But, but Jesus, what happened? What did Jesus do? He extended his hand. Okay, he didn't die. So you, that means you might have to go through some stuff. You might have a momentary not looking away, but, but he still loves you. We sang it in the song today. He still loves you. He still got you. Yeah, and you got to know that. That's the confidence. That reminds me of scripture in 1 John. It says, this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his word, you just said he cried out. Well, that was Jesus. Well, you, that's all I need you to cry out. I got you. That's right. He cried out. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And because we know he hears us, we have the petitions of those things that we ask for. Well, he didn't die. So, okay, so back to that last verse, that four. This is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Now, this is why I need y'all to help me out at the victory. The Bible says, I think it's in 1 Corinthians, somebody help me out. It says, he always causes us to triumph. And then another one says, he always gives us the victory. Well, the only way that happens, I got to say this too. Holy Spirit told me to say this today. You know, faith has a language, and it's a language that's understood by the spiritual realm. And it's a language that God taught Abraham how to talk. He said, Abraham, Abram, don't call yourself that no more. Call yourself Abraham, which means what? Father of many nations. Remember, Abraham had a negative situation in his life. Almost 100 or 100 in his wife didn't have any heirs of their own. And they wanted something from God. Faith is the substance of things what? Oh, the evidence of things. I say they wanted something. God made them a promise too. Here's the deal about God. He's going to always make you a promise that seems impossible. Or one you can't afford. That's when you know you mess with God. Because he's going to tell you to do something that's going to cost you a lot of money. Or just going to seem impossible for you to do. But I found out. Look what it says right here. What does that say right there? With God. With God. Oh, okay. Oh. Either you're with him or you're against him. Come on now. So Come with on. God, all things are possible. That's, that's Matthew uh, 1926. The year you were born. No, I'm just playing. You look good, boy. You look good. But, uh, Matthew 1926. You look good. But uh, with God. And here's the deal. I got to say this again. A lot of Christians are doing stuff without God. 
They're doing it their own way. He yeah. said, seek ye first my way, and I'm going to add these stuff to you. So my job, and that's my cry for myself and for others, to start being submitted to God and being with God. And I always use the example. He said, bless those that curse you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. Don't trade evil for evil, but overcome evil with good. Those are just examples that Jesus, the king, told us to live by. Right, right. So he gave us a lot of, remember his, his commands ain't burdensome. That ain't burdensome, it could be, but it could be if you don't got the Holy Spirit. That's right. Uh oh, that's good preaching. I'm preaching about you, amen. And now, it could be, but you got the Holy Spirit because you've been speaking in tongues and rolling on the floor all last week. So, and you've been yelling out, greater is he that's in me, but you can't forgive her. Okay, well, that don't make sense. What part of the game is that? Hip hop Sunday. What part of the game is that? But uh, so, <laughs> a lot of stuff we can't do in the natural, but because we have the empowerment from the Holy Spirit, should have been here Wednesday or last Wednesday, we talked about the power. The Holy Spirit gives you that power. Remember, I referenced the scripture in Romans 5 5. The love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that was given to us. So you can forgive because the love of God has been poured out of you Come on. by the Holy Spirit. That's right. So I guess you can do all things through Christ who spends you. I guess greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Yeah, now you got to act it. Don't just say it. Don't just talk about it. If I find you, be about it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Do it. What's Nike's slogan? That's what he's saying. Just go ahead and do it, Peter. Get out the water. Do it. Again, did Peter walk? Yeah, he won't give him credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> they want to focus on the negative. Yeah, but he, he went down. Well, what did he walk? Yeah. And you can walk on water. When y'all get home, run some water in the bathtub and just walk. <laughs> You're going to do that. You're going to walk on that water. You can do that still. Walk on the water. Run some water in the tub and just walk. <laughs> y'all catch that later. <laughs> Spiritual self. But anyway, uh, he always causes us to triumph. And then another one in Corinthians say he always gives us to victory. You know what that means about the song? We never lose. If we decide, make a decision to stay in there, I'm going to stay in there. And I'm going to use me again as an example. When we were going through one of our various trials, when my wife was incarcerated, and the enemy was trying to feed me some lies, shut down the ministry. Stop the love, Chapman, outreach organization, all the things you're doing in the community that's benefit the community. Stop all of that because you're embarrassed now. After all, you're a man of faith and a pastor, and your wife's in federal <laughs> prison. Well, Joseph was in prison too. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, one that wrote half of the New Testament was in prison too. Mm -hmm. And we're in good company. And Jesus, before he went to the cross, guess where they kept him at? Yeah. They ain't keep him at the Oxford Suites. Okay, but anyway, they should have because he's the king. But yeah, we got to. The Bible says, in all you're getting, get understanding, church. Get some understanding and stop agreeing with the world. Come on now. And that's what the church wants to do. They want to agree with the circumstance or what the world says. No, you got to agree with the gospel. The gospel says, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer or endure persecution. That's right. This is going to happen. Yep. He said, you're going to be persecuted for my mission. It ain't happening to you yet, but trust me. Stay safe. It's going to happen. It's trials and tribulations are going to happen. But you got to now, you got now, as it relates to being a disciple, you got to learn what your spiritual armor and weaponry is. That's right. Because you got an adversary. Guess what his name is called? Aunt yeah. so and so. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's called your family members. But, but the devil works through people. We all know that. He might work through aunt so and so. But you have an adversary called the devil. 
And you, if you don't know what spirit, I can do a pop quiz right now and, and just ask somebody to pop off some spiritual, some, some components of the spiritual armor. Should I do it? Can I do that? It's quiet in the session. Yeah. Church. Yeah. They probably wouldn't even know. But I found out also, since I'm a student of the scriptures, I found out my people are destroyed for a lack of Knowledge. what they have a, a right to. They destroy it. And they wonder how they want to commit suicide. You haven't did what he told you to do. Back to, he said, keep my commands. They're not burdens and learn them. Come learn. Jesus said it in Matthew 11 to 9. Come learn of me. He's called the word of God. He says, come learn of me. Well, once you learn of him and he get rooted inside of you, oh yeah, you're unstoppable. You're invincible. Now you are, you, you are, I like what Bill Wilson said, you're dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. You're dangerous. I know I'm dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. Everyone I get up saying, oh man, they're the chump is again. Well, he don't say chump. He said, there's the victor. There he is again. Because I, I know who I am. And I'm a, and like I said earlier, faith has a language. In the kingdom of God, the Bible says, let, here's the language. Let the redeemed of the Lord say You got to say what he said. In the spirit realm, recognize what he said. Yeah. The angels know what he said. Problem is, you don't, his people don't know what he said. So now they're destroyed because they don't have knowledge. And the scriptures talks about being filled with the knowledge of the Lord's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Colossians 1.9. He said be filled with it. And then he said after you're filled with it, I want you to increase in the knowledge of his will. And once you start doing that, then you're dangerous. And now when trials and tribulations come, you're good. You're going to roll through them. It says in this, oh, let's, let's go here. 2 Corinthians 4. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 4. I'm going to let y'all out real soon. 2 Corinthians 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Because I told you, uh, faith has a language. And it's a language that calls things that be not as very word. That's what God taught Abraham how to call himself. Abraham and not Abel, because here's the deal, words mean stuff, and words aren't just to communicate, but they create, so when you're speaking, go back to Genesis chapter 1, God used words to create everything, and now we're born again, we create a new spirit, something that we never were before, that's why in this ministry, we teach you the first elementary principle, the power of words, Proverbs 18:21. death and life is in the power of the devil, no, he says in the power of your mouth, what are you saying? Are you being in line with letting the redeemed of the Lord say so? Or you're saying what the circumstances said constantly? Because whatever you say in abundance, that's what you're planting in your spirit, and that's what's growing up, and that's what you're going to harvest. That's what you're going to harvest. That's what's going to get harvested back in your life. The scriptures say God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. Meaning, whatever you take in and words are seeds, whatever words you allow to get planted, that's why I tell people it does matter who you're hanging out with. Because as soon as you hang out with somebody, guess what they, what's happening? Conversation. Words. Faith comes by what? Yeah. And word. Your spirit is a container that holds words, which also in turn builds a belief system. So whatever you start hearing in abundance, that's what you're going to start believing. Whether it's positive or negative. That's why Jesus said, just hear the gospel, because it's positive. But when you get around those family members and people that don't know, ain't saved or carnal Christians, they're going to start talking to you. And here's the deal, what I know, and I've seen this, I've picked this up. Everybody that you're talking to wants you to agree with them. Mm -hmm. Ain't that right? See? They be saying, huh, sister. And, and yeah. Whether they're right or not, they want you to say it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> God wants you to agree with him. That's why Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel. He wants you to agree with him because there's power in agreement, and whatever you're agreeing to, 
It's starting to build a belief system in you. So like I always say, there's a lot of stinking thinking in the body of Christ, a lot of distorted messages about God and who he is and what he can do. But we heard that. I heard people say it all the time. Well, my grandmama said. Well, your grandmama, what she said wasn't in line with the word. But you believe grandma because she was an authority figure and everybody believed Big Mama. Mm -hmm. Big Mama said it, that Big Mama, that's what it is. Big Mama wrong is all outdoors. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, but you gotta, you gotta, if God, let, the Bible says let God be true and every man be a lie. So if Big Mama ain't in line with what the word says, Big Mama, I love you, but I, I can't receive that as truth. I, I got the truth on it, Big Mama. Love you, Big Mama. And I pray that you get this revelation to Big Mama. Because you got some stinking thinking, Big Mama. Well, tell you, Big Mama. Don't be afraid of Big Mama. Y'all know Big Mama back in. But anyway, Big Mama. But you just got to know that. Jesus said he's the truth, the way, the life. He's the word. So what I say? Uh, 2 Corinthians. Uh, I said four. Okay, here it is. Four. I'm going to pick it up right here. Let's go to 4 1. And I promise I'm going to leave on this. But I just want to let you know the power of words. We got to speak in line with God's word because, again, it's a language that's understood by the spirit realm. So, again, if you look at my board up there, I got a line right there. I got a line where heavenly and spiritual stuff. This is an invisible line in all of our lives. This is where we're supposed to be at in heaven and kingdom, saved, born again up here. This is where. The old sin nature and, and carnal and not born again. We operate down here with facts, flash, fallen man. I put religion in there too. Up here, kingdom of God, walk in the spirit, born again, new creation in Christ, gospel, word, truth. This is invisible, unseen realm. That's what we're supposed to be at. And we're supposed to be there daily. That's what it means when you say we walk by faith, not by sight. I walk in the spirit and don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. We got to stay up there. You got to mind yourself to stay up there because it's easy to fall back down to that old nature. And the Bible says something about that old nature. He said, crucify it daily. That means I don't subject myself to the old because I'm a, I'm a what is it, that? new creation in Christ. Old things are passed. So now I got to allow newness of life. And I got new, newness of life, that new spirit. He wants to eat the word. He wants to feed on the word daily. That's why Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word. I got to have a word. Because that's the truth. And that's going to keep me in liberty. So here we go. And then I promise I'm going to be done. Uh, 4-1. Corinthians 4-1. Therefore, since we have this ministry, and all of us are in a ministry. You are a minister of reconciliation. You are. That's why he said, go make disciples. As we have received mercy, do not lose heart. Hear that? He said, we're the type of people, we don't lose heart. I mean, we don't give up. We don't, we don't get discouraged. Look what he said. Well, we might, but we're overcomers, remember? But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel is veiled, remember what he said about he wasn't shamed of the gospel? What's the gospel again? If it's veiled, veiled means hidden. If the gospel is hidden, look, look what he said. It is hidden or veiled to those who are perishing. Is that you? Okay. Perishing, look. Whose mind the small g of this world has blinded. So Satan comes to blind people's minds. Look, look who do not believe. Uh-oh. Who do not believe? Remember I told you I'm a believer. Unless 
the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. That means once they get a revelation. That's why Paul prayed in Ephesians 1.17, I pray that you receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation, that I, uh, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Lest they get a revelation. And here's the deal. They ain't going to get no revelation if you don't give them one. If you conform to them, that's darkness and darkness. That's what the scripture called the blind leading the blind. You're supposed to be a light. Remember? You're supposed to be the light. So don't let darkness overtake you. No, you overcome darkness with, with light. Light represents truth. You should know the truth and the truth for what? So they're going to stay in darkness unless you give them some light. Now, you giving them some light or some revelation, it ain't going to make no sense to them unless they desire to hear. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the scripture is saying. So, so look what he said here. Uh, the God of this world, uh, uh, okay, uh, whose minds, verse 4, the God of this world, who do not believe, they don't believe what? They don't believe the gospel of Christ. They only believe Jesus, the name of Jesus. Uh, the light of gospel glory should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ the Lord. That's all I preach is Christ the Lord. I don't preach religion. I don't preach traditions of men. I don't preach denominationalism. I preach Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. And ourselves, your bond servants, Christ's sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God and the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. What he just said previously. We got it inside of us. That's why we say greater is he that's in me. Uh, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We got the power of God in us by the word and his Holy Spirit. That's the power of God. That's why Paul said, I'm not ashamed of it. He said, but we got that in us. But at the same time, this is what's going to happen. We are hard pressed on every side. Question, anybody going through something right now? Amen. Yeah, that's all I got to say. The word of God doesn't lie. It's in season, out of season. We hard pressed on every side. But here's the good news. Here's the gospel. Yet not crushed. Now you got to believe the gospel. Yes, I got it. I got it bad on all sides. But you know what my confession or declaration is going to be? I'm not crushed. You need to tell Satan that. Actually, do like this right now. Satan, I'm not crushed. Remember, he under your feet. Yeah. Jesus said, I put him under, he under your feet. You're on top of things. Tell your neighbor I'm on top of it. You're on top of Satan. So you gotta tell him, you gotta tell him you're not crushed. Now keep on going. Look, because this is the word. Here's the thing about the word. When you declare it, the Bible says the word of God does not return void. So that's why it's important to speak the word only. The Bible says if anyone speaks, let them speak as an oracle. You gotta know what God says and release that out of your mouth. So he said, hard person on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. What does perplexed mean? Yeah. Yeah, but he said, you're not in, so yeah, it might be, but I'm not in despair. But look what he says here. Persecuted, but not forsaken. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You better declare that. Yeah, I'm going through this, but remember, you only win when you stay in, in, in the fight. Now, if you give up, that's on you, Phil. You fell. You made yourself fall when he hit you. Because <laughs> you wanted to hear it and get raptured up out of here. Knock me up. Out. <laughs> so look what he says. Uh, not despair. Persecuted, not like struck down, but not destroyed. That's the, all the latter part is the good news. He said, Yeah, this is happening, but you're not destroyed. Look, always carrying out in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. That means we're going we gonna to come up, rise above it. 
So I want to bounce down to verse 13 for time's sake. So like I said, you got to say something. Because there's a language. Faith has a language that it calls things that be not as though they were. Look at verse 13 says, and since we have the same what? Spirit, Spirit of faith, according to what's written, I believe, therefore I, uh, we also believe, therefore we speak. You better start speaking some stuff. You better start learning what he said, what thus said the Lord, and speak that over your finances, over your marriage, over your business, over your job, Amen. over every situation. Because let the redeemed of the Lord say You got to start saying something. Death and life is in the power of our words. Mm -hmm. We got to get that. And we got to keep on saying that regardless of how negative it looks. Mm -hmm. We're all going through something. You better say, no, you ain't depressing me, enemy. Uh-uh, you ain't finna put that spirit. You ain't finna convince me to kill myself. Because that's what he was trying to do. Convince you to do his will. And God says, no, I want you to do my will. Yeah. Remember, my kingdom come. My will be done in and through you here on earth as it is in heaven. How is it in heaven? I think it's the good life. Yeah. I, anybody here don't want to go to heaven? We got three people. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to go. I want to go. Everybody want to go to heaven. Here's the deal. Even ranked sinners want to go to heaven. Yeah. You can tell somebody that ain't saved. They, and they really believe they're going to heaven. Yeah. They just believe generally everybody died going to heaven. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the church has promoted that too. That yep. lie. But there's only That's one true. way in. And you got The Bible says no one comes to the Father except through the Son. You've got to receive Him. And yeah. He's the Word of God. Yep. I'm going to leave right there. I'm out of time, but I'm definitely not out of word or faith. I just want to remind you as you go through this week, put the Word first. Seek ye first and continue to walk by faith in Jesus' name. And we never like to close our service without giving people an opportunity to get saved, born again. Even if you're online watching and you're not born again, but the Bible says none of this comes upon you unless you're saved, born again. So it's easy to get saved. You just receive the love of God. The Bible says God so loved the world, he gave Christ. So the Bible says if you believe in your heart and you speak with your mouth, say yes with your mouth, that God sent Jesus and he died and God raised him from the dead, then you'll be saved. And that's all you got to do is that one word up there, believe. Say yes and I do. And you're born again by faith. You got to believe it. With everything else in the kingdom, you got to believe. So that's how it works. So with that said, uh, we're going to be out of here and uh, bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.